This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I love Cindy Kim because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to funny, do. Mama. <laughs> Hey everybody! What's happening? That's Kim Whitley. With Kim Whitley and Sherry Shepard. Hey, girl. I'm doing. You know, I appreciate you telling me what you got to do when we got a podcast to do every week, and you want to go do stand up. And nobody care about your little stand up. This podcast is the most important thing. That's not true. Take that back that people don't care about my stand-up. No, I'm not taking it back. Because I sell you, out. You, so care, people care. You, you care about this daggone two funny mamas. That's what you need to care about. I got to go do stand-up. How y'all doing? I'm sorry. Me and her ain't been together for a week or so. And I'm, you know, I'm about fed up with her. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Hey, great, ladies. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm all right. She need to put a little church titties in. Hi guys, because I ain't got no bra on today. I see. <laughs> I'm trying to stay close to the thing so I don't go back. Well, well, I know you went back and then you got your little things hanging out. What's wrong with you? Listeners, <laughs> if y'all can see what I see. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to stay close to the computer. I see. You got your head, your big old eyeballs all up in the camera. Chris trying to adjust it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to put like a censored bar over over cleavage? You no, know, it'd be down by my knees. The censor bar. Mm, I like so it. Really was Did I give that to you? No, no. This is a, <laughs> no COVID. No COVID. Do you know what that is? Kim? Oh my god. Do you know what that is? What is she, that? So on Tuesdays, uh, Sherry has been sitting in with B-flat and they do Tighten Up Tuesdays. Last night on the live stream, Sherry did an impression of B-flat and uh, has now lost her voice. Oh my gosh. That's what her butt gets. <laughs> That's exactly what she gets. So oh, I gotta you. stop doing these impressions. Oh my, who do I think I am? Jamie Foxx? Oh my God. I tried to do an impression of Kat. I was horrible. You'll see. You was oh trying to do your impression of Kat, Kim Whitley. Yeah, Why nice was you trying you. to do an indelible, indubitable impression of Kat Williams, Kim Whitley? <laughs> the lovely Kim Whitley. Many women I have had, but you have not had the pleasure of having. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Hi. That was pretty good. How you been, girl? How your trips been? What you been doing? I was in Dallas. I told you I had a date with the Omega Man. And yeah. um and uh so I, I've been dating in different cities. It's actually been a lot of fun, girl. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so he's an Omega, Omega Sci-Fi. He he has a beautiful penthouse. He he's um he does consulting for a biotech firm, and he's like a land developer. And beautiful penthouse, Florida ceiling windows with the Dallas skyline. And he picked me up in his 
Jaguar SUV and he took me to this really expensive restaurant and he watched the game pretty much the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> In Texas, it was like Texas playing some uh, football and every guy was glued to the TV, women too. And I was like, so anyway, um, I was like, so anyway, tell me about yourself. And he was like, he's like this. He's like, yeah, ah! touchdown. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, you know, I'm really, I, I like consulting for the biotech firm. And I, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, I told Kim what you said about Fizz. Whoa, what are you doing? Run, take it, take it, take it to the hole. Oh, you did? Yeah, because she, she cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what, what just happened oh. here? That is what, what just happened? Now, let me tell you something. And I look cute. I, I posted it on Instagram. I had a really cute uh, body fitting. You remember that black dress I wore uh, in Atlanta with us when we went to the slutty vegan? Yes. That was nice I had that dress on, but I had heels on because my toe is heels. So I could wear heels and I had heels on and I had my hair. So when he first saw me, when I came down, he was like, you look beautiful. And I was like, thank you. After that, it just um... crumbs. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was crumbs. <laughs> it was crumbs. But we had a great dinner. He spent a bunch of money because I I put down a twenty four ounce ribeye steak bone oh, I in. Thought you were ta- I thought you were talking about him. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can eat twenty four ounces of steak in one sitting. A ribeye. Yes, I can. And I had polenta fries and I had broccolini and I had a glass of wine. You know, I don't drink wine. I had a glass of white wine. And we had a great conversation. And then he took me we went back to his place. Mm. He's got amazing art all over. He's beautiful artwork. And um, oh, and I decided to have a little pastry and we had that. And then uh, we walked around Dallas, downtown Dallas. He wanted to show me the metropolis. And so we went to a lot of bars and had a good time. But you know, sometimes you just feel like, hmm, they're just, it's just not the connection. So it just, but it was, but we had fun. Yeah. But no, but this is the thing. This is the great thing about dating multiple people because you don't have all your eggs in that basket. So it wasn't like a connection and cause it was very interesting. So, but I wasn't like, oh man, what happened? Was it mean? And I was like, uh, no big woo. I got another day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And that one was a good, that one was a great date. Like, Is that amazing. the one that went on to something else? Oh. We had a good time. Sherry, while you tell time. us about this date, would you scoot over two inches to your right? Oh my I gosh, mean, this you- date's gonna sound so much better now. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, because that day was great. He's he's um, retired, and he's real very handsome, really good looking, and um, great conversation. And it was nice. And just you know what it is? It was like he completely doted on me. He thought I was so funny. Thought I was so like adorable. Just, remember? He you thought I was adorable. Um, we laughed. Like we just had a whole date. It was all laughing. It was, he oh took me to play top golf. We had a great time. Cause I had never been to top golf and we had a great time. Do, he said, I want to, I want you to do normal things. Cause you're always like doing red carpet stuff. So put on some gym shoes. And I was like, what? So he put it, had me put on gym shoes with jeans. 
no heels. He told me he liked my natural hair. What? You and, showed uh, your, yes. hold, hold up, hold goes, up. Yes. Wait, hold up. You showed your natural hair on a first date? No, no, I had my big hair on. But the reason why he knew what my natural hair looked like is because I was at a barbecue and he he came to the barbecue and I had my hair, my natural hair in a ponytail, you know, when I'm wearing a ponytail and he liked it. And he was like, well, you did something different in your hair. And I said, yes, I got hair on. He was like, why didn't you do your 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 real hair? And I said, because that I didn't even expect to meet you. And he said, I like that better. He said, I like it. I like it when you had this thing on top to of your your panties. Boy, that one right there. No. No, because I think if you're trying to get my panties, you want me to wear the wig. <laughs> no, because I tell you anything, you could be sitting there smelling like a goat, and they'll be like, oh my goodness, I love that scent. No, I think that's I you. Like I think you can smell like a goat, and they like to be like, they like your scent. No, so Chris great date. Mm -hmm. We're going out again. Okay. Congrats. So it's yeah, it's, you, you, when you date multiple people, then it takes the onus off you to be trying to be cute, trying to sell yourself, trying to figure out what went wrong. Did he not like me? Did I talk too much? It's just like, no, you when you multiple date, what Kim has been trying to tell me for years and I just didn't get, it allows you to see what you like and what you don't like, what you want and what you don't want. And, you know, it's... It, it was fun. I mean, I had fun with the one who did, did, was no connection and I had a great dinner and uh, I want that SUV that he has. And, and, and we looked at a bunch of stuff. It was fun. It just wasn't a connection. I didn't think twice about it. And I went oh. out again with somebody the next night. So I'd say d date multiple people because you're not looking to get married. You're just looking to be curious and find out and have a good time. Oh, look at you. I, look at you. You know how long it's taken me to get you to do that. I know you've been okay. on me for the longest. Cause I was like, oh, I can't tell a man that I'm dating other people. It's gotta be him. I'm trying to figure out if we gonna get married. If we gonna go to the same church. Oh gosh, he didn't call. Kim, he didn't call. No more. <laughs> no more. That is so good. But that's how it was when I went to Atlanta. Remember when I went to Atlanta, I had two dates. One was in connection and that second one was like, Kim. And he still yeah. calls me. He's supposed to be coming out here. So it's like, oh, you know. That is so good. I'm very excited. That is good because, you you know, the more you do it, the more you'll get used to it, the easier it gets to, to date. And then you can just tell people. Like the one in Dallas, he really like adults on me. He's like, I'd like to see you again. I want to come to LA. And I said to him, being honest, long distance doesn't work. Like it just, I'm, I'm not looking for anything long distance. And he's a great guy. And he was like, okay, well, let's just see where it go. And I'm like, yeah, but it ain't gonna go nowhere cause long distance. You know, then you're like, okay, what's next? Well, no, it's when you find cool. out that LA is dried up, you'll be like, what that long distance do? LA Trust is kind of dried up. That's the messed up thing. It's but long uh, distance, can you do long distance, Kim? I'm gonna tell I you why I can't. No, when I was younger, yes, I could do long distance. I can't do it no more. Cause you're always getting on a plane. Like you, there's times like you and I are both extremely busy. Except with Chris. Okay. I was gonna say, do do I need to step Except in here? With Just wait a minute. Chris, Except with Chris you, Chris. Chris, okay if I don't see him for a year. See, that's the <laughs> it's it's the ultimate tantric uh, move, right? That right. is very tantric. That's very, 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 very tantric. I do, I do. You what? 
I said, I do think about you. How so? Okay, I feel like I'm on a phone conversation. <laughs> where, where do we go? Where, what happened? You know, I think about what's our first date going to be like, what mm. you smell like, Oh. you know, how your arms feel. Okay. Third person you know, in the room. Third what, person in the room. Oh, oh hey, Sherry. Oh, I forgot. This is kind of... Yeah, hi, Joshua. Was why really quite nasty. Here? Why are you down here? You're on quarantine. Why are and you Joshua down here? Joshua enters podcast derailed. Don't, don't touch anything. Why are you even in the kitchen? Don't touch anything. And he knows he quarantined in his room. You want to explain Please go back up into the quarantine room. One of his friends. See, this is what I'm talking about, man, boy. Why Rodney letting him romp around the house? He can't romp around the house. One of his friends came over on Sunday, um, and then the daddy called me on Monday and said, oh, my son tested positive for COVID. So Joshua has to quarantine in his room until Saturday so we can get him tested. He's right here, Joshua. Joshua. Mm. Go up mm. to your room. Don't touch anything. This is it's hard to quarantine a 10-year-old. Yeah. It's very difficult. But he got a mask on and a face shield. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have a mask on. Maybe you should have been the one to quarantine and let him have run of the house. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Oh, no, no, no. I told him, you come out that room, you better have that mask and that face shield on. Don't you touch nothing, you ask for stuff. So he uses the intercom and says, hey, I'm hungry, I'm this and that. He goes to school, he's been fine, but now he's running around here looking for the dog. I said, you can't rub on the dog. 
The dog gonna get COVID. This is this COVID thing. It's, but go ahead. It's just. Well, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that with Joshua. Gosh, were you mad at the parent? I guess you couldn't be. He didn't know. No, you know, they were honest. But the fact is, I had another friend over watching them with her son. Then, you know, Andre was over here and Amy. So, and Rory, everybody has to go get tested on Saturday. You know, I've been getting tested every day because of work. But, you know, I just hope, pray to God. Hey, Lex. Is Joshua up in his room? Okay. Um, you know, just pray my son does not have COVID. I mean, that's the bigger. Yeah, but he's been quarantined. Have you seen any signs? No, and I just got to. Okay, and I think you're okay because you see the signs and symptoms within three days, Kim. Okay, okay. I mean, he still has quarantine because he's not vaccinated. Right. You know, and Joshua has asthma. But if you haven't seen the signs within three to four days, you're, you're pretty cool. Because I did tell Andre that because Andre's quarantined as well. Okay. And, um, you know, when you're vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine. That's what the CDC says. But I appreciate uh, Andre saying he was going to quarantine. He's he's quarantining until um, tomorrow. Then he's going to get the 24-hour test. Okay. Okay. So, so it's, is- it's, you know, it's stressful. It really, really is. And here's the problem that I am having. We're going to talk about this on another podcast, a Next longer podcast about COVID and getting vaccinated because Kim and I are pro-vax, definitely. And I have so many friends of mine who are intelligent, high earners, and they are not vaccinated. I don't try to convince anybody uh, like my one girlfriend has said, God has told me that the vaccine is much more detrimental than COVID. Hmm. But you're in the hospital with COVID taking up a bed. There's somebody else. My friend, Bone, who got sick, stayed in a wheelchair for a day and a half because there were no beds because people who had gotten COVID would take, had all the beds in Texas. And the majority of them were not vaccinated. So if you don't want to get vaccinated and then you get sick, you're taking up all of the beds for people. Thank you. Like it's selfish. You want to go out. I got another girlfriend. She's got COVID. So the one got COVID who said God was going to take, she said, and if I get it again, he's going to fight it like he's doing now. And I was like, well, so you say, I'm not, I can't convince you. No, you can't. Another girlfriend, very intelligent, director, she just told me yesterday I got COVID. I said, I don't even know why I asked. I go, are you vaccinated? And she said, no. And she said, but I've been taking turmeric, ginger, cucumber, uh, elderberry. I've been juicing. I've been doing this, so I'm going to be fine. And I said, I hope so. I hope so. I got a friend of mine. He didn't get vaccinated. Him and his mama got COVID. But, you know, he's been a vegan and he eats really well and um, he still got it. He's still struggling with stuff. And I mean, he is healthy. He does all of the everything, you know, uh, takes all the vitamins, all the natural stuff. And that COVID uh, woke him out. Yes, it did. Um, no, I mean, but, I don't wish any anything bad to happen to anybody who gets no. it, even if they're not vaxxed. But it's just, uh, you, but, you, yeah. I don't well, you but guys just, can tackle it more next week for sure. Right. I was going to say, everyone yeah. stay tuned. We're going to do a special edition 
uh, about the vaccine. We're going to have a, a doctor on. I'd like to have a scientist on also um, that we can uh, speak about this. So please tune back in to Two Funny Mamas uh, the following week to hear us discuss and ask questions uh, about the vaccine. And uh, Yeah, so if you guys... And I'm sorry, baby. I was going to say listeners and viewers, if you have any questions about this vaccine, because we are having a a certified doctor on the show to ask the questions, please Mm -hmm. send it to twofunnymamas at gmail.com because, you know, it's so many, uh, Jess Hilarious, I don't know if you saw her, her post she played both the person who was anti-vax and the person who was pro-vax and what they and in their arguments for and against and it was really good because i think a lot of people go through that Nicki minaj is getting blasted because Nicki minaj didn't put out some cockamamie story to her a, a friend or her cousins took the vaccine and all of a sudden his ball swelled up and his penis damn near fell off i was bad like and then Joanne Reed and Megan McCain kind of blasted her. Then she went off and started talking about Joanne Reed. Now we all know Joanne Reed. We respect her a lot. She's a, a very wonderful journalist. Yvette Nicole Brown got in it to defend Joanne Reed. Then this the the country of Tobago and Trinidad. No. Kim uh-uh. had to get involved because Nicki Minaj said the person whose balls swelled up and the penis almost fell out was from Trinidad, her friend's, uh, her, her cousin's friend. So the whole country of Trinidad and Tobago, the health department had to have a dog no on a press conference. And they said they wasted so much money trying to track down the person whose balls didn't swell up and penis didn't almost fell out because he got a vaccine shot. You know what they said at the end? We couldn't find anybody whose balls swole up and their penis almost fell out due to a vaccine, (laughs) uh, the COVID vaccine. I thought it was her her cousin. It was a friend of her cousin. So So there is no person. There is no person. And they use all these resources because here's the thing, Nicki Minaj has a platform. So when she says she's not going to get it and don't you get it because your balls going to swell up. Do you know how many people are going, I'm not going to get it because my balls, I, Nicki Minaj said she had a friend of a friend. By the time they finished, they're going to be like, Nicki Minaj balls then swole up. Nicki Minaj mm. lost her penis. It is, you, you know, it's like, check your facts. What friend? So they couldn't find anybody. But anyway, like Kim said, we're going to be talking about it more at length. Our next podcast, if you have any questions about it, uh, please email us at gmail at uh, twofunnymamas at gmail.com. So there we go. I appreciate it. And especially send us questions if you're a parent. I think we might yes. have a pediatrician on. If you are uh, have any questions about the vaccine or this COVID in children, please uh, send your questions to twofunnymamas at uh, gmail.com uh, because that's what we will yeah, focusing on. I know you're like, Kim, what are you doing? I know, I want to ask you, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you were in Cleveland. So let me know if I'm delving too personal. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to actually let you go ahead because you were in Cleveland because a family member was very sick. Uh, your uncle, <laughs> who is your dad's twin brother, they were architects together and, and ha- they, they found their architectural company, Kim? Your uncle and your father? My uncle James Whitley and my father, William Whitley, founded uh, Whitley and Whitley Architects uh, in the 70s and have 
done great work. And my uncle James fell sick in July, right after Kyle's birth uh, wedding. And I flew home last Friday to see how he was doing. And um, they moved him to hospice and, and I was like, what are you talking about? What, what, what's going on? What's wrong with him? He was just here. And I sat with him every night um, because if I'm ever in a situation in the hospital, I don't ever want to be alone. So, you know, I just sat with him. And on Friday morning, I left. I said, okay, uncle, I'll see you tonight. I'll be back. And his son, Kent Whitley, came in. And when I left, Kent texted me and said, my father just took his last breath. So he waited for his son to get there. But Kent was there every day, but he waited for him to get back that morning. And it's my father's twin. And, you know, my father was like, a part of me is gone. I rely on him. just to see your father you know a twin I don't you know I don't have a twin and my father's like that was my source that was my big brother I was like daddy's only five minutes older than you um <laughs> but he was like I relied on him for so much so they were think, identical twins yes and they this is a thing born together on the school together, did sports together, played football at Kent State together, went to the Air Force together, pilot, co-pilot, navigator. They were in the Air Force together, left the Air Force, built a business together. The only time my father said he was away from his brothers when we lived in Africa. And he said, still, I talked to him every day, and I, you know, wrote him letters and, um, during the COVID last year, I was like, dad, you, you can't see your brother every day. My father would drive his car over to his brother's apartment where he lived with his wife, Stella, and his brother would come down and they would sit in the car and have their coffee and their donut every morning during the COVID. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he has never been away. My father's 87 years old. He's never been away from his brother. So the impact that it must have on my father. I think that's the thing that worries me most. Just the impact of them being together every single day, not being apart from each other. Yeah. And your father's 87 years old, that's... Yeah. How's he holding up? You know what? I went in there and and I FaceTimed his sisters. One, one lives in Sweden and one lives in Oakland. And uh, we FaceTimed him and he was happy to have his sisters. And I remember when I walked into the house after his, his brother had passed and he was like, my daughter. I was like, he ain't never said that. And hugged me. Um, but he's doing all right. You know, I call him every day, the services, our next Friday, so I got to figure out how to get back to Cleveland. But, you know, do I take Joshua? Because then the school says, you know, Joshua's out of town. He's already quarantined. He's already quarantined now because of play day. So then next week he can quarantine because of travel. The boy ain't never going to be in school. 
But um, I'm sorry, I'm a laugh. <laughs> maybe maybe it was planned. Joshua's got a, a strategy. Let me tell you about Joshua. So when I got home, I had to tell Joshua. You know, Joshua's fond of James. I've been knowing him his whole life. And I waited to the next morning. And I said, Joshua, I have to tell you something. You know, Uncle James was very sick and he passed away. Well, Joshua took off running and crying and because he hasn't really dealt with death like that. And I said, Joshua, you know, I got him back in the kitchen. Amy was uh, sitting there with me and I sat him down and I said, Joshua, you know, this is just part of life. And James lived a good life. And Joshua was so upset, Jerry. Mm -hmm. And he said, he said, I don't, I don't understand. He said, first it was KK. That was my mother. Then his uncle James. He said, who's next? Oprah. Oh! No. I was like, oh my God. But you couldn't laugh. I was like, what? Oprah? What? I was like, is she in the fam? She's, she didn't say, he didn't say me. He didn't say Scott. He didn't say my daddy. He said, who's next? Oprah. Let me tell you something. I wish you could have got that on tape, but you couldn't I, have posted it. You don't understand. I, Amy bit her lip. I started coughing and he was over there crying. And I said, that's when you know you have worked for somebody way too much. Too long. <laughs> too long. I'm glad he cared about Oprah. I am really, really, because he's like, that's our bread and butter. Yes, um. yes. <laughs> Joshua was like, come on. Oh, from the mouth of babes. Oh, you know. Oh, in man. the midst of all of this, your baby can make you laugh. Yes. Um, so this is quite, was... I'm sorry, Kim, because I know how close you were to your uncle. Yeah, but you I, you know, I, I really thank God, Sherry, that I got to spend every night with him. Yeah. I talked to him every night and I told him all my dirty secrets that I couldn't tell anybody else. Uh, huh, so, uh, no, we had a good time. You know, I sang songs and I rubbed his forehead and rubbed his hand because I would want someone to do that for me, you know? And I know that I don't think I've dealt with it yet. You know, I cried at first, but I don't know if I've really mourned. And um, because I knew I had to come back, I'm Your back work. working on, yeah, right. Puppy Bowl presents the dog games on Discovery Plus, doing those episodes. So it's just been, you know, but the fact that God gave me that week to be able to go home, um, I was very, very happy about that. And every day, every day is a gift. It really is. And, um, you know, I, I just, you makes you, it makes you look at life when you sit there with somebody who's slipping away. Yeah. The place, let me tell you something, this place was called um, Western Reserve Hospice in Cleveland. It sat on the lake. These nurses, when I tell you, were fantastic. And it's hard for you to mourn because you had to come back and go straight to a show and smile and laugh and 
hold it together because it was a whole so many moving parts that revolved around you yes yes so you never and what, then you came back and your son had to quarantine and all of that was happening oh jesus yeah. this one you know you so know the this, you know it's this new world that we're dealing with of you know stress already on top of stress with covid then you lost a member of your family who was very precious to you you worried about your dad because i know at one time you were going to move your dad in with his brother Yes, yes, that was last year. Thought, yeah, that was last year where you thought it would be better for your father to live with his brother. Uh, and that didn't, for some for some reason, it didn't work out. But it's a lot you're dealing with, Kim. Now I feel bad for, you know, telling you off right before we did the podcast. Right, you should, you, you should feel you know, bad. But I not feel really. really bad for for checking you and being pissed at you. Darn it. That means I have to apologize, but I won't say I'm sorry. Cause you hate you hate when people say they're sorry, so I'm just gonna apologize for how I treated no, you. No, I don't. See, that's that's for me and you. Okay. So have you ever sat with anybody as they're as as they're going? Um, I will going say I have never done that, Kim. I don't even know what that feels like. Uh, I feel very empathetic, but I don't know what that's like. What what is that like? So you've never done that, huh? I, I was there with my mother. I, I have to say, I've not lost anybody except my aunt and my mom. I've never sat with anybody. Well, my mom did. I, my mom, when I pulled the plug on her, uh, and I said to yeah, her, we're going to be okay. I said, you can go. We're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, now, yes. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that, but uh, I sat with her. Right before they they yeah, and when you tell that's what I told my uncle every you're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay and I think that helps people go when you like say it's gonna transition be okay over. Gonna... don't say that to me if yeah. I'm laying in the hospital cam because I'm gonna be like bitch it's not okay because saying... no because I'll be like bitch don't say that to me because I gotta go <laughs> you you trying to no, you trying gonna... to rush me I'll be like you trying to do this. No, I'm going to say it's time to go, Sherry. You've done your work here. It's time to and move I'm gonna go, on. I'm going to go, who you, how you know? <laughs> I'm fighting you all the way is what I'm First saying. First of all, you're using up all the electricity. You shouldn't be using this electricity in this hospital like you're using it. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, this is the signal. If you want to, if you're still there, just, okay, let's get a signal. I told my brothers this. If you're still in the bed and you want to stay, what's your signal? Is it one blink or is it two blinks? Well, you know, I can't see no way. So okay. I'm going to be blinking anyway. I don't want to be accidentally blinking and you tell them to turn off the electricity. It'll be, fill my boobies. Well, you know what? <laughs> fill my boobies. What? Yeah, Kim know what they supposed to feel like. And if they got that feeling, that go, yep, she want to stay. Huh? Shake them a little bit. So will that wake you up if I go? Yup. Just keep doing that. Shake them, shake them, shake them. If they respond, then you go, yep, she want to be no, here. You got you to gotta have some kind of signal, first of all. Okay? Damn it. I didn't mean to send that to Chris, that damn video. That's what's taking what so long. What is the video that you sent to Chris? Sorry, Chris. Oh, so the video is sending. You can't even cancel because it's in the middle of... It's right, in the middle it's of in the middle of... 
Kim, you're person. a, you're so, um, a, I, I do have to say this about you. You are a, an amazing friend. You are a, a dope mother. You are the epitome of a caring daughter. And you're one of the best nieces anybody could have. Oh, that was and, a, uh, a good niece. I And I know I your like uncle, that. I know your uncle, you know, is prepared. <laughs> he's up there, he's waiting. I hope that he can visit your father the way that your mother KK visited you and Joshua. Yeah. She, how did she visit you and Joshua? Remember? You know, my mother, yeah, she came back several times uh, to make sure me and Joshua were okay. So, you know, I've been looking to see if, you know, my uncle has showed up, but uh, nothing yet. My mother, you know, when she passed away, she came back as a bird, as a dove. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she And then she was in Joshua's back. room. Right on his on his um, first birthday, me and Rodney were in the kitchen. We had a party, first birthday party, and we were looking at the baby monitor, and we said, "Who is that bending over Joshua's crib?" Now we done told everybody, "Leave him alone. He's going to bed." And he never used to go to bed early and cry, but this time he was crying and putting up a fit, and we put him to bed. Hi, we and you know the kitchen at my last house was right around the corner from his room. Yeah, we took off running, and we opened that door real fast, and nothing. And he was sound asleep. Rodney looked at me. I looked at Rodney. He said, "Yep, I saw it. I, said, I did too." She had on her it was a white shirt with her collar, just like she always wore, it, curly hair, and was bending over his crib and we went out and we asked everybody and it wasn't but five people there we were hey were y'all in joshua's room nobody not one person we just looked at each other we said well that's one thing we're gonna know for the rest of our lives that she came back on his first birthday so you know a lot of people believe in things and you know signs and wonders and all those things but it was definitely um yeah, it was definitely something to see. Did you give her your so, new address? You know That's so funny. My mother, <laughs> I can tell my mother's spirit, Chris. Uh, so this place is Western Reserve Hospice in Cleveland. sits on the lake. Uh, wonderful staff. People were beautiful. But the place was awesome. There they go. That's these Sharon. three angels? Three angels. These are the nurses that some of the nurses that took care of my uncle James. Uh, that's Sharon on the end with the uh, yellow sleeves. Alice, that's my girl in the middle and uh, Rose over there. And then there was another lady named Dot and Nate. When I tell you these people, they see this all the time. These women walked me through the process of what it's going to look like. And they, most of, all of them said they do this job because they care. And they said, what you have to remember, Kim, is we have family members too that pass away and we have to do this for our family. Not only, you know, people, but we want, you know, to care and they, they really, um, they, 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 they take care of you and they take care of the patient.
So, um, wow. yeah, hats off and thank you so much to all the nurses at uh, Western Reserve Hospice. And they were fans and they were thinking, oh, Sherry's so funny and Sherry this. And, you know, so it was. Why do you say it like that? Because, you know, I'm, I'm there and they want to talk about Sherry. And I was like, oh. even in a, well, even in a place of peace, Kim is still talking a lot of shit. <laughs> I was like, I can't get away from her. I was on a date and all he could talk about yep. was how beautiful you are. Did I say anything bad? No, I listened. Okay, all right, you're right. But thank you, just wanna say thank you to everybody and I appreciate everyone's support who's been sending uh, letters and notes to my family. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and I got an award, I guess I don't need to talk about that, but go ahead, I don't, cause I saw you your got, face. What award did you get? Okay, I got so, a, a, I just a wanted to say this. If the listeners and viewers could say a prayer for Kim Whitley and her family, because the funeral is next week and um, she's got to figure out and, act, and, and pray for wisdom uh, for Kim, because she's trying to figure out if she's got to, if she, you know, Joshua needs to say his goodbye, but he's been in quarantine already a week, 10 days, and it, he will have to quarantine again if he goes to Cleveland. Um, so she's trying to figure out what to do. So just ask that the Lord give her wisdom and, and a peace that surpasses all understanding in Philippians 4, uh, 4 through 6. It says, by all, it says, do not be worried uh, by, by all prayer and supplication. Make your requests known to God and the peace that surpasses all understanding will sustain you. So just praying for peace over your family mm -hmm. and especially over your dad. Cause that's his, yeah. his rock, his lifeline, his source. They were born from the same womb at the very same time within minutes of each other. And they're identical. So they share everything, a heartbeat. So just praying for peace over your father. Thank you so much. I appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Love you. That was nice, uh, little pastor. Thank you, sir. <laughs> do you know no Sheila problem. E? No problem. I want to say, did you know Sheila E was listening to the to our podcast, riding down from coming up north? Did you? She sent us a video. She is in the car. First of all, you ain't supposed to be driving Sheila E and watching the podcast. She had it up on her dashboard and mm. she's driving and just a laughing. Yes, Sheila E. Yes, it was hysterical. It if I can say, we love that Sheila Escovedo. Yes, we, we do. love Sheila E so much. And yeah, you guys, if unless you know her, Sheila E personally, you guys know Sheila E with her, you know, boom, 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 and being on stage and and you know, uh, Prince's protege and glamorous life. But we know a Sheila E who's so down to earth, who's so cool and chill. So much fun. And, so funny. She loves, she loves playing jokes. She got a video she sent me that I still got to post of Kim was at the dentist's office and Sheila E put on a mask. It came with a stethoscope and a tool. And yes. Kim didn't know she was Sheila E. She thought she was a dentist. Scared Kim to death. They were both at the yeah. dentist's office and she likes practical her. jokes. She loves comedy and um, she's just the sweetest heart, Sheila E. Yeah. So that... The fact that she listened to our podcast while she was driving, no less. Um, that's thank you, Sheila E. We appreciate right. you so much. We, we love you. Love you. You know what? I'll, and I'll talk about this next week. Let's talk about our shows. So, 
I'm excited because I saw a clip of your show, which I'm going to post. You're going to be on Uncensored on TV One, September yeah. 19th. So go to TV One DVR. It is the Uncensored of Kim Whitley. And you had a clip. I didn't know this girl. You had dealings vis-a-vis uh, -vis R. Kelly and looks like FBI and got involved and your career was almost ruined. And I'm watching this clip and we actually have a clip of you talking a little bit about that in your uncensored. Can we roll that, Chris? I got a tape with a young lady that was with R. Kelly at the time. It got ugly. Some authorities got involved. They called me while I was on the way to the audition and you know, said this can happen and that can happen um, if you have this tape in your possession. Being a talk show host, I got accused of some things. It really hurt me. We're gonna be legendary. Kim yeah. Whitley. And now you can't tell what that was about, but it is about R. Kelly. And I don't know, it sounded like extortion or something, girl, but... I was yeah. sitting there like, I, this is a part of you that, you know, people don't know because we're used to you being funny and sexy, but the fact that your career almost came to an end. Yes. Because of a videotape and it being yeah. R. Kelly. I, you guys got to watch it. We might go deeper gonna, into it next week. Yes, we're going to talk about this next week. So it took aspects of your life and you really put it out there. You have pictures of people uh, in your life and... Uh, our friend John Murray interviewed you. So you guys got to DVR this uh, because we're coming out on Thursday. Kim's episode of Uncensored airs uh, Saturday, this right? Sunday. This Sunday. Oh, Sunday. It airs yes. Sunday. So you got enough time when you see this to go push pause and DVR Kim on Uncensored and tell your friends because she. this is stuff she really never talks about. So you really get to know another aspect of Kim and it's probably gonna make you run for the hills. We're probably gonna lose a lot of viewership from, from our podcast after they see this. Oh no! Uh, Chris, Chris we don't want you to watch it, Chris. Hmm. Yeah, Chris, don't watch it. Oh, okay, How I gotta wash feel? my hair that day anyway. <laughs> you know? How did you feel doing this uncensored? You know? Bearing so, your life. Yeah, they, they really, well, they took care of me. I've been friends with Keith and um, my boy for a long time. Um, and Swirl Film said they take care of me. TV One said they take care of me. And when you're with people you trust, I didn't want to do it. I've never wanted to tell these stories, really. And when you watch it, you're going to see I'm editing a lot. I would love to sit with you and watch it, but I know. I'm going to be out of town. I'm so upset because oh. I want to I wanna see it. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, Darn yeah, it. it it's because uh, I edit. You can tell even on that clip. I'm like, a lot of things were done. No, I could have been like, no, the FBI, they were like, hey, you're in a white car and your license plate is such and such and you just dropped off, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I didn't talk like that on this and I should have, you know, because um, the FBI was no joke. It was gangster. I would hate to be on the radar of the FBI because I feel like once you're on the FBI's radar, they never let you go. It was nothing. Which means yeah, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing nice. Uh, I wouldn't want anybody to go through that. And 
I think, um, you know, but I, I'm nervous. I want to see, you know, you got to have a lot of trolls and people saying stuff. But you know what? I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I just got to let it fall where it falls. You know, I talk about things that happened between me and Jack A, which I've never discussed. And oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Girl, yes. oh my gosh, this is gonna get deep. This is gonna get deep. And if yeah. you guys don't know, because there always was Jack A and Kim didn't talk for a while uh, because people thought Jack A, uh, that Kim was Jack A. And there was a time when Jack A accused Kim of stealing her whole career, her whole life. Am I correct? Right. I don't wanna say anything. No, like, you're right. We, I don't think you've seen a lot that. Of tension. Oh, maybe we can talk about that afterwards. Yes, okay. After okay. it airs. Okay, yes. so and so listeners and viewers, I'm gonna ask you, once you see Kim's Uncensored, if you have any questions or comments, send it to twofunnymamas at gmail.com and put in the subject line, Uncensored. And then we can like, maybe we could do a, a question and answer. Or maybe we'll do a live, you know? So if we have enough comments or questions, maybe we could do an Uncensored Live, you know? So that's very exciting. So watch it, September 19th. Check your local listings for time. It is called Uncensored with Kim Whitley, and it's on TV One. Yes. So watch that. Now, now the day before that, you're going to be in a movie on the 18th, that's Saturday, on Lifetime. So why don't you tell us about that? It's called Imperfect High, and it's my daughter played by, I don't even know the character's name. My What's daughter played... Name? I don't know. Hannah. Hannah. You know <laughs> Her name that. is we Hannah. Hannah. Oh. Hannah. A black girl is named Hannah, except Kim's niece. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but uh, she, I move her. I play her mother. Nia Sue was the black girl on Dance Moms, the original girl on black girl on Dance Moms. And uh, she's grown up now. She's 18. She plays my daughter, and I move her to another city. She suffers from anxiety disorder. And so I've got to figure out my job and that busy with that. Meanwhile, Nia goes to a new school. She's suffering from anxiety. She falls in with the wrong crowd and gets involved in prescription drugs and gets addicted to them. And this is actually a, a, a epidemic with young kids, Kim, that are getting addicted to prescription drugs and drugs in general, because we've lost people due to that. And so uh, it's her descent and her, her mother doesn't know how to get her out of it because a lot of parents are completely unaware of this. So I play her mother and um, they actually even, it's on Lifetime September 18th. You got to check your local listings. It's called Imperfect High, but they're having a mental health hotline that they're going to flash up regularly during the movie oh, to, good. you know, if somebody's suffering from that, so you can call. And we do have a clip. <laughs> I actually got the clip so Chris can play it. So here's a trailer for an uh, yes. imperfect time. I got a new job, but it's in Chicago. What about my friends? September 18th. I know you're gonna like it here. This is really stressing me out. I think a prescription could be beneficial with anxiety, but it also can be addictive. A Lifetime original movie. I just need to go back to normal. Addiction is a disease. Sherry Shepard. Hannah, you're hot. Everything is messed up. We're going to get through this together. Perfect High premieres Saturday, September 18th See my face? at 8. Only on Live See my face? <laughs> What is this, You cared. Look at us. We got a whole weekend, Chris, of us. All weekend long. Sherry, you were Don't quite distressed us. in that scene. Oh my gosh. You know, well, I, I like doing. Scores. 
Send yeah, I'll send you my clip. It. I'll send you my clip and you send me your clip and we'll post our clips. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. a good time. We'll post them tomorrow. Um, yes. Yeah, so this is very cool. This is a lot of people when they go, how come y'all are not together? Or Sherry, you're not on a podcast, Kim, you're not on a podcast. Because we'll be in the middle of filming something and can't get away. And we're not able to do the podcast. So people will take over, or guests will fill in. But now you know why, because you've seen it. Uh, you know, Kim was very busy doing the uncensored. Plus, she was doing a TV show right before she went and did uncensored for about five hours. And then I was in Canada doing that film, Imperfect High. So we hope that you watch it. And of course, if you have any questions or comments, again, address them to twofunnymamas at gmail.com. It's really fun to show clips of what we do. Who are you looking at, Joshua? No, he better be in his room. <laughs> that house is the quarantine house. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to quarantine kids, though. It really is. He's turned his he's turned his uh, streaming back on. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask the, the the pediatrician about that. How do you quarantine children? That's hard. That's right. like sitting in prison. Yeah, like what do you do if you got to quarantine your kids? What kind of activities it's can you have for them? Right, because he has watched every television show, done every game. He's probably bored, you know. And I'm, you yeah, know, he's just hard, been in school. Yeah, with the uh, kids. But other than that, I w there was an email, Kim, that I wanted to read. Um, a, a, a listener, a viewer. Oh, that's not it. Did you get up with your? What in the world? I told you I didn't have a bra on. I don't. Okay. All right. I was in the middle of cleaning and I, I, you know, I was cleaning. This is my cleaning dress. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it is. This is my you cleaning this, dress. Did you say this is my cleaning dress? It's what I clean with. So I was, I was, I had to mop up some stuff and, uh, just take care of some stuff. So, you know, that's okay, but I'm gonna find it. Cause it was, I thought it was kind of cute. So I'm going to look for it. Tell me about this award that you got that I'm looking at. Oh, okay. Just real quick. Um, 2021 Salute Them Award uh, right here uh, from uh, Sheila Eldridge and uh, Cafe Mocha, of course. Uh, it's a Salute Them uh, Family Legacy Award, uh, HBCU uh, Legacy. I just received it. I gave an acceptance speech. Ain't it pretty? So thank you, Sheila Eldridge, uh, Cafe Mocha. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, legacy, you know, because my family's been HBCUs, I've been HBCUs, and we we just keep, you know, keep the love alive for HBCUs. I went to Pisk University, so uh, I like, you know, I love and and being recognized for that. Thank you. Do you uh, wanna? Uh, you want Joshua to go to HBCU? I want Joshua just to go to college. If I can get him <laughs> in. You like, if it has the word community in front of it? I don't care. Just get them to college. I hear you. Oh, you know, you know who wants to go out with us? Who call me? Who? Tony Braxton. Oh, did you tell her that's my girl? She called me and I said, and she was like, well, first of all, she talked like this. She talk called like and me. I was like, hello? Yeah, she talks like you, but hers has more of a kind of a sexy kind of, hey, Sherry, kind of thing like that. And she was like, Sherry, when are we all going out? 
And I said, oh my gosh, Tony, I forgot to tell Kim that we were going out, that we're going to have drinks. So I, I'm working it out with Tony. She's got to go out of town to perform, but she'll be back in October and she wants to have drinks. And we all going to oh, talk about being oh, single Tony. women. Uh, what? She not single. She got Birdman. Okay, all right. So we gonna go out. That's okay. We gonna go we're gonna out. We're gonna go out. And we're gonna have fun. I and I was thinking maybe we could ask Sheila E too. Do you know my Sheila single? Huh? Well, it'll just be fun. Because when we go out, look, Chris, I'm gonna tell you when we all go out. Oh my gosh, we have some, and we nasty too. I was gonna say, like, not to not to tell you all how to run your careers and your lives, but uh, as a as an advisor, a trusted friend, a confidant, maybe even a lover. I think you're really missing the boat not bringing a camera crew uh, out on that kind of no, evening. Sir. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? No, with we you don't for? do that reality no. stuff. No, oh, sir. Oh, my goodness. We, it's going to be like... fun. We just got to put it to our memory bank. <laughs> no, write it down. Just bring me along. No, I'll serve up questions. <laughs> I don't I don't like doing um, that. You know, I don't. I, like, I watch reality shows and uh, and I watch them and Kim has done them, but some stuff is just like private. I think you yeah. can't, it's hard to be present to things if you know a camera crew is recording because sometimes you censor yourself and it's like then it's, it's, then it's open to the world to judge what has just been going on. And when it's friends, you just want to talk about stuff. You want to commiserate. Maybe with somebody want to break down and cry. Do I want to see that on camera and everybody have an opinion over what was said or if we offended somebody? No, I don't. I'm no, you're right. interested in doing it. Because remember, we all went out, Kim, all the funny ladies. It was it was Lonnie Love. It was uh, Civil Wilkes from the Tom Jordan Show. It was Wanda yeah. Sykes. It was you and it was me. It was all five of us, right? Yes. Now, if you could have put a tape on that, five funny women. And, but we talked about everything under the sun and was nasty and everything under the sun. But it didn't need to be taped for public consumption. But we had a we had an amazing time, didn't we? We had a ball. And, and then we went was, out again. And remember what we went out again with Wanda Sykes, because I was trying to put together a tour with Lonnie Love, Kim uh-huh. Coles, Wanda Sykes, Kim Whitley. Kim Coles wasn't there. She, uh, she wasn't there, but it was Lonnie, Wanda Sykes, Kim, and me. It was just us four, right, Kim? Mm-hmm. And we had so much. Wanda made us go to a so French restaurant. More, right. She married but to a remember French Remember the woman. first time I left? Yeah. That's you she left early twice, left. Kim. You always leave you early. Know, the first time I left because y'all was talking politics. I didn't want to hear none of that. Here's the thing with Kim. Y'all she don't like politics. I want to talk something else. Kim don't like talk. I love talking about politics. I will always lead the conversation to politics. And so we we got heavily into politics and it was boring Kim. So she left. Kim don't want to talk about industry related stuff. She don't like talking about nothing in Hollywood. So anyway, Kim don't like talking about nothing about industry stuff. Anytime we start talking about Hollywood, which of course we're going to because we all in Hollywood, Kim get bored. She don't like talking about nothing politics because she get bored. It's amazing her attention span, Fisk University graduate, developer of so many amazing stuff, how bored she gets when we start talking about serious stuff. If Kim ain't talking nasty, she ready to go. So anyway, we got stuck in politics, she left. And that's when it got good. The second time we got together with Wanda Sykes, she left early and it got good. Cause that's, remember that's when um, that oh, person- Oh, that's when, oh yes. 
Wanda had to check somebody who was a, a celebrity. There was a celebrity that came into the restaurant and she said something to Wanda that she shouldn't have said because she had been, you know, she thought she was too cute. For Sometimes people who think they're too cute, they get this entitlement thing. And she said something to Wanda and Wanda oh, yeah, was she got her ass handed to her in a basket by Wanda Sykes. Well, she won't use that entitlement no more. She was like apologizing. And so Kim had left. Like she, and literally it was so bad. Wanda was going off. Lonnie Love was like this with the menu. That's like you, you couldn't even see Lonnie Love's face. It was so funny. And then we were talking about going on tour and Wanda Sykes was saying she wanted everybody to sing the Black National Anthem at the end of the show. Uh, well, you were there for that, weren't you? Yes, you were, because you kept going, okay, that sound good, that sound good. And I was like, no, it don't sound good, Kim. And then Wanda wanted the, the words to the, the Black National Anthem underneath the seats so we can all sing it. She wants to charge $200 for the tickets. It got crazy, but Kim left. You, you pull out too early, Kim. I do. Chris, I won't do that to you. Thank you. Okay, first of all, you're not the one that would be pulling. Okay, forget it. Just, just forget it. I am on a, I am, I am, I am at a party that I was not invited to. Okay, this is the problem. Kim, let's start this, talking through our, our food order. Should, while no, Sherry's don't here. talk about nothing. This is phone conversation after midnight. I'm not. Don't want to be a part of. Okay. I don't want to be a part of it. We will be in St. Louis November 18th. Two funny mamas. I don't know what we're doing. Kristen got us out there for something. I don't know what we're doing. I think we're doing two funny mamas and Chris got some like uh, clowns and juggling acts. Chris knows what we're doing. And they're right, Chris. What's that? I'm I'm not going to stand for this. This is where it totally gets unprepared. Chris say, what's that? Yeah. Just when I think white boys then came up. Listen, <laughs> listen. We're looking for content here. Said. Trying to get you ex explain in detail, Kim. I was trying to Key play along. Said, Key <sighs> said, because she's had uh, uh, Key, who is our sound engineer, has had uh, experience dating white boys. And Key said, you just got to go up and talk to him. You just got to, you know, talk to him. Kim, I think you talk too much to Chris. Like, you too aggressive No. with Chris. No. Oh, Chris said no. Chris no, said no. She's fine. She's fine. I love it. So she's yeah, fine. but you don't be knowing some of the lingo. She said you like what? <laughs> that was a creative choice. <laughs> Not a misunderstanding. Oh my gosh. Well, well, you know what? Is there anything else? Because we need to wrap this up. I got to get up for work at four in the morning. Yeah, I got to call you and I got to tell you a couple things. I have to Sherry, tell you a couple things. I've been waiting on you to call. You know what I said? That's why I want to get off the podcast because I want to get on the phone to hear about, oh, and you know what I signed up for? You're going to be proud of me. Nothing against you, Chris. I just signed up for this dating app called Black, B-L-K. And because I've never been on a dating app that you swipe. That's how long I've, I've never how been. How long has this service it. been under uh, in? I've I, never heard of Black. Yeah, it's something new, but it's some guys on there. It was a white guy on there today I liked. I was like, oh, he on the black app, but that makes sense because he probably like black women. But he was cute. I hit him up. I told him about Chris. I said, hey, the Chris <laughs> You told the white dude about Chris? <laughs> no, nope, I sure did. 
I said, look here, I got, I said, I got me a nice uh, looking um, man in St. Louis. I said, he's Caucasian. So, you know, y'all on the same playing field. And I said, hey, let the best man win. Okay, Dan, why are you pitting white men against each other? That's so the antithesis. I want them to be on the same thing. You can't but, put the black man against the white guy because then that ain't fair. You know, that's like you don't want to a Latino girl. I can't. I'm. You know, we're different. Why are you gonna do that to Chris? He's from. Chris, he, <laughs> take it too long. We've been how long we've been doing this podcast, Sherry. Well, there's been a, a year. There's been a, there's been a pandemic. And a half. Right, been a, a pandemic. If this was true love, you fight through the pandemic. That's what you do. Who said anything about love? Where are you coming from? Oh, too far? Too much? Yeah, okay. way too much. We're talking about this oh, love mess. Speaking of love, let me just put out a, a public service announcement because I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. You have to remember on this Uncensored, everybody, this is television. So to all my ex-boyfriends and people oh, no. who you're going to hear some stuff that might you might not agree with my hurt feelings. Um, just remember this Chris, TV. Chris. <laughs> a, a lot of stuff got edited, a lot of stuff got cut out, and they put out what they thought was the best. I said that I loved you and I said good things about you, but they didn't put it in the show. That's all I gotta say. This should go well. Chris. She oh. need to end to begin all that with Chris. <laughs> Oh, what's that old perverted? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, I think Kim's, this could be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting. I'm a nervous wreck because I was like, oh, I didn't tell, oh, I didn't mean, oh, they cut that out. So it, it it's going to be some angry people on Monday. Jesus. <laughs> I wish I could be here to watch with you. I'm going to be in Baltimore, but damn it, I wish I could be with you. I still think we should do a live stream. I think I still think we should do a live stream after the show for reactions. If I if I it's Saturday. You said it's Saturday? No, it's Sunday. Sunday. I'm gonna be on a plane. I can't even do a live stream shoot. Oh man. We'll just we'll just stick a camera on Kim and just watch it. (laughs) Watch her react during the actual show. It'll just be the Kim. No, no, stick a camera on them damn boyfriends who watch it. Oh no. In five different continents. And oh, see how now, they feel. Now you're putting the business out. I talk about, <laughs> well, we're talking about. Oh, Jordan I want wait. Let me read that. Wait, let me read one uh, email from one person. Yeah, and you then, did say um, that. And then I got to go help Rod. And then we got. And then we do. Wendy Williams tests positive for COVID. Okay. Uh, we hope you are better, Wendy, and get back and do your show and do what you do best, Mama. We with you. Uh, this is from Quincy Charles. It says, "Hey y'all, my name is Quincy from St. Louis. Hey Chris." And yes, ladies, he's a snack in person. Well, Take okay. it easy, Quincy. <laughs> okay, Quincy. Um, do what y'all got to do. I just have to say that someone told me last week that when you have anxiety, you watch the same things over and over because it's comforting. Well, I have to say that's true. I watch or listen to y'all probably every day. You're like home to me, and I can't even explain how much you all feel like friends in my head, like nobody's business. I wish you all the best, and thank you for making us laugh every week. Love y'all, Quincy. Quincy! Quincy Charles! 
Thank you so much for that listening to us. Great message. And we hope that and pray that your anxiety, you get a hold of it. I don't know much about that, but um, this thank you from the bottom of our hearts for that email. We we so love it. And thank you for loving on Chris. We appreciate that. Quincy, Quincy's, <laughs> but become, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Quincy. Oh, you are? Yeah, great dude. Is that just from the email? Quincy uh, checks in on the live streams, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, oh, Quincy. Oh, and, and, yeah, okay. Quincy's a good so, dude. Quincy, thank you so much for being just a part of Two Funny Mamas. So we'll see you in St. Louis. You know you're going to get some free tickets, Quincy. Put Quincy down. He's going to get free tickets to whatever Chris got us out there doing. You know, Chris, <sighs> Chris pimping us out there in St. Louis. We're going to be on the damn streets. Oh, my but goodness. He ain't gave us, we ain't got no itinerary. We ain't got no no lineup. We ain't got no venue. Chris just told Chris, us be there on the 18th. you know how many times? Never mind. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll be there. We'll We're getting our tickets. We're getting our tickets. Chris, so, Chris, aren't you worried about being locked in the building? Yeah, I am. Oh, we uh, got to go. We yeah. got to go. So everybody, go to buyjack.com slash Mamas for merchandise. We'll see you next week. We love you. Uh, uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Key. Get out before they put the lab and the dogs in. So. Right. Absolutely. Don't forget to watch Lifetime on Saturday and um, a TV One on Sunday. There you go. Thank you so much. God bless y'all. Love you, Kim. Bye-bye. I love you too, girl. Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Edumatainment. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.